Cut the crap. How many times a day do you want to say that to politicians, the elite, the loony liberals, the fake news media, and the gender-confused emotional socialist snowflake crowd? Cut the crap is your secret weapon for fighting for our freedoms and our great republic. It all begins with a massive Massive mental mental enema, freeing you from the toxic news and politically correct views, which constipate your consciousness with stinking thinking. Your host, Joe Von Hutton Pulitzer, is known for calling out politicians and telling them to cut the crap. You've seen him on virtually every television network and listened to him on Coast to Coast Radio. And now he's here to help you learn to fight for America. Culture, race, and American politics, they all have one thing in common. They all need to cut the crap. Now, here's your host, Joe Von Hutton Pulitzer. Hey folks, how's it going? Jovan Hutton Pulitzer here. Listen, why would anybody in their right mind name a program Cut the Crap? Two reasons. It's a catchy acronym for culture, race, and American politics. And when you mix culture, race, and American politics, that's when everything screws up. The second one is because I'm not in my right mind. So what in the hell do you expect? Hey, let me ask you a question. Have you ever, ever, ever really gone hungry. I mean, been totally hungry that it changes your mentality because you're starving. Few things about me. I was a welfare baby. My mother was a prostitute, drug addicted. My two sisters and I, my sisters are two and three years older than me. And I was basically two years old and walking and my mother turning tricks. My sister and I lived under the port It was hunger that saved us. Now, here's what I mean. My two sisters, the older one, God bless her, give her credit, started walking the streets, not the way my mother did, but trying to find food, knocking on doors, asking for food. That's how bad it was in that childhood. And luckily, she stumbled on two sisters that were nuns, believe it or not, and they realized, wow, something's wrong if you've got children going door to door, whatever. And it was those two nuns that found out where we were living, literally confirmed we're living under a front porch of a row house, just like dogs would, down in the dirt. And it was them that got to what at the time was social services. This was 68, by the way. Uh, Different time, different era. And found out what was going on, got us all saved, got us back to my dad. Now think about that, 1968s for a dad to get two young girls in and a baby, how bad the mother would have been. Now, I say that from a hunger standpoint because hunger, in many ways, can change your mindset about many things. In third world countries, it can uh, make you do what you would normally not do in your real life. Now, the program I'm going to talk about today is I'm going to talk about a concept of called forced hunger. But like anything else, I'm going to stitch this together for you because I want to share with you what's really going on right under your noses. Because it's an incredibly important that you understand this. Now, I want to let you know an interesting thing. We're going to talk about forced hunger. We're going to talk about the UN. We're going to talk about forced labor. And we're going to talk about slavery. Now, we're not going to talk this reparations bullcrap for that Americas were the great perpetrators of slavery, which is a, a lie. There were more Irish and people uh, brought to the States under slavery terms than there were black people in the United States of America. In fact, most of them just went to South America, Cuba's sugar plantation stuff. But that's factual history, and that's not what the system wants you to believe. And we're only talking, and literally, we're only talking about uh, a couple hundred thousand uh, slaves from that period uh, literally made it to the Americas. But here's what the system doesn't want you to know. Right now, uh, the definition of slavery is obvious. People that are not allowed to walk away from their jobs. Now, that can be done in shackles. 
That can be done with physical abuse. That can be done with you just have no place to go. That can be done with they're holding your children hostage or whatever. But right now, there are 27 million people. 27 million people on this planet right now that are bona fide 100% slaves. That's the first thing you need to understand. Now, the reason I'm telling you this is because the UN released a report. I'm going to tie it together. Released a report... And you just make uh, note of it, whatever you want, and I'm going to get into it, that hunger is not a problem. Hunger is an asset. Yeah, think about that. Hunger is an asset. Think of the person on the corner that says, we'll work for food. Now, typically, that's a ruse. I've done it myself. I used to see it as I would commute uh, in and out of the city. I'd go buy a pizza. I'd hand them a pizza, and they'd get pissed off. A friend of mine, uh, if you know, like, Romano's Macaroni Grill or any of the great uh, restaurants that Phil Romano has done, he would take all his leftover high-end food, uh, and had trucks and deliver everything that was left over to the homeless. And I watched this phenomenon. And the homeless would cuss and yell and scream at him, spit on him and his family delivering food because they wanted either two things, alcohol or three things, alcohol, money, or I don't want this crap, I want McDonald's. True story. So there's all these weird relationships with savory, uh, 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 hunger and slavery and, and people on the streets or whatever. But we're going to dive into a more nastier side of it. Because I'm pretty sure you can't see yourself and would never want to see yourself or anybody in your family holding up a sign that says, we'll work for food and absolutely meaning it. And one of those things used around the globe to lock people into slavery, or you might want to wimpify and call it indentured servitude, is food. Now, it's really interesting. The UN says if there were no hunger in the world, who would actually plow the fields? Who would harvest the vegetables? Who would work in the rendering plants? Who would clean our toilets? Who would produce our food? Think about this. That's the UN. And that's why the UN has said, hunger is not a problem. It's an asset. So if you really wanted to control nations or people by hunger, or you really wanted to force this issue, what would you do? And if you wanted to bring hunger into a nation that typically didn't explore it or have it or experience it, like the United States of America, we do have many hungry. I'm not talking about that stuff. But here's what you'd start doing. Hmm, maybe you would kill off their beef industry, try to license it out, try to slaughter their beef or kill them so they can't produce, uh, kill chickens, kill ch that, kill food factories, uh, run farmers out of business, uh, maybe you'd burn the food plants. Uh, maybe global supporters and opportunists and foreign countries that wanted to happen would come in to your country and start buying up tens of thousands of acres of farmland. Now, that's just in our country, and none of those are hypothetical. Every one of those are true and going on right now in the United States of America. This is not going to be a pleasant discussion, but we got to have this ugly discussion if we want to fix it and understand what's going on and have these bastards cut the crap. We're going to go through some pain here, folks. Hang on, but it's going to be worth your time. Uh, more coming up right after this. See, I told you learning how to tell the world to cut the crap would make you feel great. There's more to come. Jovan will be right back. 
Get the hard-hitting truth. The left doesn't want you to hear the real truth Jovan Hutton Pulitzer has to tell you. You want common sense and facts, and that is what Jovan Hutton Pulitzer can provide. He is your warrior helping you fight the left. Jovan Hutton Pulitzer is unnerving the left daily as he tells you exactly what you need to hear. At jovanhuttonpulitzer.locals.com, you will receive the truth that the left does not want you to hear. Just go to jovanhuttonpulitzer.locals.com right now to hear the truth. The morning after the 3 November 2020 presidential election, Americans woke up to the stark reality that our great nation was under a new type of attack. This attack didn't come with mortars or bullets, but was an assault on our sacred election process. Since then, Americans everywhere have had to ask themselves if they really believe that our election was true and fair. We are in a time of large-scale government corruption, and many have lost faith in our institutions. That's why we formed the America Project for you and for the nation. The America Project was formed by a group of fellow patriots who are building the most pro-freedom and pro-American network ever known. The America Project will connect you with organizations, churches, small businesses, and individuals to help you win for America. The America Project is about actions and results. Join our team today. God bless you and God bless America. You know, it's kind of hard of us to think about a grand cabal, right? It's like something out of a James Bond movie, right? Some evil guy waiting for his billion dollars, right? Well, suspend belief for a moment. And do you believe that sometimes people cheat? Think about it. If you played cards or any games with your brothers and sisters, people cheat. It's just the way it is. So now let's peel that onion back and let's look at the voting system. For the first time in history, we have the most people ever that came out to vote. Or the most people, dead people, that voted. Whatever it is. But the most people ever came out to vote. Then you have the most ever spent in any election year. $14 billion was spent in 2020. And then you have the first time in history by many, many multiples, tons of ballots mailed out, dumped in the marketplace. Is it a lot easier for maybe hundreds or tens or even thousands of people to do a bunch of little things end up changing the big result? So sometimes don't think about it as this big grand cabal doing things. There's enough small people that do some of these bad things we're back. Now let's continue to fight back and take back our country by learning how to tell the politically correct to cut the crap. Here's Jovan. So folks, I call this program Cut the Crap because that's what you would tell every one of these rat bastards that are hurting our country. If you could grab them by the lapels, you would just shake the hell out of them and say, cut the crap. Now I want to tell you something. I watch the comments as I do this program. It's live, 7 a.m., 7 p.m., Central Time, seven days a week, so you can remember it, 777. I know at times you feel depressed, and I know this makes you angry, and I want to tell you one thing. If you give in to that pain of, I don't want to hear this crap, and you switch off, they won. We are so pussified in our country. We want convenience. We want it fast. We don't want to have pain. We don't want to have to face it. Just let me go on. And I want to let you know, that's the reason we have a mail order maladministration president in the White House. It's not their fault. It's our fault. Because we avoided it. We avoided the signs. We avoided talking about it. We uh, avoided dealing with it because we're good people. And we don't want to believe other people can want to take our country from us. No, that's not real. That's, uh, I, I, I even say it. I admit it. I'm the worst offender of all. Let me tell you why. Because I believed before there was no big grand cabal trying, you know, Dr. Evil, billion dollars going to take over our country. I was wrong. 
in elections. I never voted for a mayor, a city council member, a school board member, any of that. I treated it like a lottery ticket. I'll play when it's a billion dollars. And I just only played the big bowl, you know, the Super Bowl, the president won. I'm part of this problem. I'm realizing it. We did it to ourselves. So when I tell you right now, if this conversation hurts, suck it up, sweetheart. Get through the hurt and understand what I'm saying. Because you know what? If we don't wake up, you might as well do a few things. Register as a Democrat. You're going to be voting Democrat anyway when you die, but just do it in advance. Register as a Democrat. Start speaking Chinese. Go get you a piece of cardboard right now while you can still find a supply of cardboard. And right on there, we'll work for food. Or walk through this pain. Listen to what we're saying. Because it is far better to hurt right now and figure this crap out than it is when it's too freaking late. And it's not too freaking late yet. So the enemy you can see, the enemy you understand, that's eye-opening because you don't want it to be invisible and happening under radar, which is what happened. That's why what happened in 2020 was such a brilliant gift from God for every one of us. And I think this is the first time in history God is talking to every single one of us. And that damn thing called free will is going to come into play. And it's whether we're going to do something about it. Free will. Got it? Free will. Free will, free will, free will, free will. And so I know this is horrible. I know this is horrible. Right now, Netherlands, Dutch, Polish, Italian farmers, they are rising up. Because the government has decided, you know, raising animals is what's killing the planet. Meat eaters is what's killing the planet. Remember this uh, meat eating, don't do it, this environmental stuff has become a religion. So now they're so fanatical about it, right, that you're not going to stop, so we have to stop you. That what they're doing in these countries is they are literally... Uh, I think the number uh, in one of these countries was they're closing one, uh, it's either one out of four or one out of every three farms. They're going to grass it over and the government, because you have to have a license to do it in those governments, uh, what are they? Because they're socialists and the government owns it, not you. And they're basically saying, sorry, you can't farm anymore. They have no, no uh, anything else to offer the people. It's just you're out of business, you're not going to farm. Now, it's interesting that this is going on in a lot of these countries where that socialist bent is really hell. But what they're saying is, uh, this is uh, necessary to reduce the emissions from nitrogen oxides, farm animal manure, and from the use of ammonia and fertilizer, the government. We can, we must have a 30% reduction immediately in the livestock business. Dutch and European courts, right, have basically said, it's legal, you can do it. Oh, that's because that's the government system they have. Their supermarkets are running out of food. They've shut down trucking, they've shut down supply lines, and now the farmers are exactly what they should be, just like what was going on in Canada. They're in the streets blocking with their tractors, because this is the end result if you let it happen. This is the end result. Oh, by the way, did you ever realize that all those subsidies they give out to farmers, they can tell you what to grow, not to grow? And did you know that our current government, our mail order administration, has basically started telling chicken farmers, et cetera, et cetera, to destroy your stock? And if you dare sell it, we're calling your notes, and you'll be fined, and we're taking over your family farm. Bet you didn't know that. See, all of this has to do with a concept that's out there that are called food innovation hubs. This is where I'm going to tie it all together for you. Food innovations hubs. Have you ever heard of that? What is a food innovation hub? Right? How about this statement? Uh, 
We in developed countries sometimes see poor people by the roadside holding up signs saying, we'll work for food. Actually, most people work for food. It is mainly because people need food to survive and they think uh, and they work hard either in producing food for themselves uh, or they live in a subsistence level or by they sell their services to others in exchange for money. Sell their services to others in exchange for money. How many of us would sell our services uh, if it were not for the threat of hunger? More importantly, how many of us would sell our services cheaply if it were not for the threat of hunger? When we sell our services cheaply, listen to this, when we sell our services cheaply, we enrich others, those who own factories, the machines and lands, and ultimately, uh, own the people who work for them. For those who depend on the availability of cheap labor, hunger is the foundation of its wealth. Brazil, ethanol, they have ethanol slaves, 200,000 migrant sugarcane workers who prop up the renewable in, uh, energy boom. By the way, yeah, sugar and ethanol and corn, yeah, 200,000 migrant workers doing it. But while it's true that hunger caused low-paying jobs, we need to understand that hunger at the same time causes low-paying jobs to be created. How would they build factories if we didn't have these low-paying jobs? This is a good thing. That's a United Nations report. That's a United Nations report that hunger is good. More of this crap coming up right after this, folks. Are you following Jovan on all social media? You think this program is good at empowering you? You should get your PhD in cutting the crap by following Jovan Daly on all social media. Just find him by typing hashtag Jovan Hutton Pulitzer. Hang tight, Jovan will be right back. Here's a message to every rapist, domestic abuser, violent criminal thug, and every other monster who preys upon women. Maybe you've heard the stories about millions of us flocking to gun stores and gun ranges for the first time, the second time, and the hundredth time. Here's what that means for despicable cowards like you. Your life expectancy just got shorter because there's a very good chance your next target will be armed, trained, and ready to exercise her right to choose her life over yours. This is what real empowerment looks like. Millions of American moms, grandmothers, and professional women taking our lives and our families' lives into our own capable hands. I'm the National Rifle Association of America, and I'm freedom's safest place. Over 18.5 million plays, it's Jovan Hutton Pulitzer. Folks, I have one job, and my job is for you, and that is to make you the smartest patriot in the room at jovanhuttonpulitzer.locals.com you will receive the truth that the left does not want you to hear you will not be banned you will not be regulated you will only hear what you need to hear if you consider yourself to be a true patriot it would be a crime not to visit jovanhuttonpulitzer.locals.com today they use their media to assassinate real news they use their schools to teach children that their president is another Hitler. They use their movie stars and singers and comedy shows and award shows to repeat their narrative over and over again. And then they use their ex-president to endorse the resistance, all to make them march, make them protest, make them scream racism and sexism and xenophobia and homophobia, to smash windows, burn cars, shut down interstates and airports, bully and terrorize the law-abiding, until the only option left is for the police to do their jobs and stop the madness. And when that happens, they'll use it as an excuse for their outrage. The only way we stop this, the only way we save our country and our freedom is to fight this violence of lies with the clenched fist of truth. I'm the National Rifle Association of America, and I'm freedom's safest place. No, you didn't vote. You thought you voted. All you did was mark a piece of paper with what you wanted to vote but your vote didn't count then. If you don't know this information, how can you change what's going on? 
Joe Von Hutton Pulitzer is unnerving the left daily as he tells you exactly what you need to hear. You've lost family. You've lost friends over all of this because they said you're a conspiracy theorist. Just go to jovanhuttonpulitzer.locals.com right now to hear the truth. If you were asked by someone to explain how did the computers rig votes, how did the numbers change, most people would never be able to much less explain it or even understand it. Your eyes just glaze over. If you consider yourself to be a true patriot, it would be a crime not to visit jovanhuttonpulitzer.locals.com today. I guarantee you, you will absolutely be the smartest patriot in the room. There were 242 operatives just in Georgia alone. And what they did is they loaded every one of these drop boxes. Here's where they got the ballot. You've lost family. You've lost friends over all of this because they said you're a conspiracy theorist. Now you have the facts and the information to educate them and to open their eyes to what's really happening. Did you know that Jovan is the only private citizen which has a full webpage dedicated to him on the Secretary of Georgia's government website? Why? Because politicians are deathly afraid of Jovan, his reach, his fans, and his calling him out publicly and telling them to cut the crap. They know Jovan empowers the people, and corrupt politicians do not want the people knowing the truth. Now, let's get back to it. It is an absolute truth that politicians and governments do not want you to know this truth. They don't want you to embrace it. That's why I talk about it. That's why my commitment to you, whether you're watching the video, whether you're listening to me on 93.3 Real Talk FM Radio, wherever you catch me, my job is to make you the smartest patriot in the room. That's the bottom line. Now, our young ones, our children, our teenagers, our young adults don't know about this stuff because they're convinced they want to understand why the youngest Kardashian daughter wore a see-through bra with those particular pair of shorts. And nobody thought about that. And that's an interesting fashion idea that will get you attention. This is the problem. It's all the big distraction of what's going on. Now, I'm going to read you a few quotes that are going to make you throw up your food. Don't worry. You can eat it. It's like having a second meal that's free. I'm telling you, this is nuts. Anyway, the UN that saying that they basically say that if you attribute attribute poverty, low-paying jobs, and hunger, that that's nonsense. Nonsense. Their statement is depriving people of nourishment is a stronger incentive to work. Because well-nourished people are far less willing to do work. Here's the whole statement. Who would have established massive biofuel production operations in Brazil? By the way, you know this was an Obama ethanol Bush kind of thing. They started forcing it in. It gave the rise of slavery. Plus, it ruined your vehicles. But it gave the rise of slavery, all under the name of environmental concern. Save the one-eyed, lesbian, trans-toed frog lizard horn. Anyway, who would have established massive biofuel operations in Brazil if they did not know where thousand that there were thousands of hungry people desperate enough to take that awful job? Remember, the sugar cane will slice you to bits. If you've never seen it. In fact, you have to burn the field first to cut off the razor blades, known as the leaves, and then you go in and cut the cane. And they get nothing. Anyway, they say, who would have established this? You need hungry people that are desperate enough to take those awful jobs. Who would build any sort of factory if they did not know that many people would be able and willing to take those low jobs at a low pay rate? Much of the hunger literature talks about it, but how important is it to uh, assure that people are well-fed so they can be more productive? That's nonsense. No one works harder than hungry people. Yes, people who are well-nourished have greater capacity for productive physical activity, but well-nourished people are far less willing to do the work. So, they actually have something out there. They got slapped on the wrist for it, right? And 
If you don't think this is coming, let me tell you. you know, our, our food processing plants in the United States of America are just kind of magically burning down by themselves. Uh, in this administration, have you been paying attention? We've talked about it. They're not shipping fertilizer out to farmers. They've stopped it in the rails. You don't have, you don't have fertilization. You can't plant your fields. You can't get them to grow. They've stopped the supply chains. Are you paying attention? And all of a sudden, people like Bill Gates and others are buying up thousands and thousands and thousands of acres of farmland. You know, when they call it a farm rescue plan, what they'll do is they squeeze farmers, give them all these environmental restrictions. The farmer is just trying to feed his family and keep them alive. They'll take that cheap loan, but in those documents, it says we get to tell you what to do. And if you don't do what we tell you what to do, we get to repossess your land. And that's exactly what they do. Now, this is where the sucks part comes in. Because I want to take, just like me, Look at me. <laughs> I love food. <sighs> this is where we have to suck it up. Do you know what saved the United States of America food supply in World War II? It's called Victory Gardens. Same with World War I. Victory Gardens, Victory Gardens, Victory Gardens. Here's what's happened. We've been addicted to bullcrap. They've addicted us to TV. They've convinced us that we want to watch the Snookies and the Paris Hiltons of the world and all the other stupid-ass reality TV. And that's, oh, yeah, oh, yeah, oh, yeah, right? They do reality TV because when you look at those buffoons, you laugh at them, and it makes your life not look so bad. You ever wonder about the psychology in it, right? It's all about selling you dreams you know, or making you feel better about it. So I want to let you know, do you know that you right now listening to this program or watching my massive four, five, six, seven, eight, I'm almost to a nine head. I don't have a forehead. Just ask my friends here. You're here because somebody went through this crap already. You're here because in some country around the world who was making people's lives suck, your ancestors got off their butts and came to the United States of America and found it, and here it is. Boom, 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 boom. I've been through this. Jill, my friend watching, reminds me of this. In one of my homes in the town, I know this sounds worse, but I pulled up all the plants in the yard and I planted flowering and vegetable fruits. It looks the same, you'd never know. But the little homeowners association uh, grumpy lady couple, as known as a gay couple across the street, ran the board and started fining me because that's not an approved plant to have in your beds. I got fined. I got fine. I found out the hard way when I brought from my farm mature fruiting trees and had them placed and done, beautiful fruiting trees. You can't have fruit trees. That's not a approved tree. And they can fine you. Oh, by the way, I didn't pay the fine. Until I got a repossession notice on my house, a lien, and found out they have all the power and they can take your damn house. It's true. It's already in play. But the reason I even tell you this, the reason I even tell you this is because we've been here before, folks. Who gives a rat's ass if you cannot go to the store and buy your TV dinner or your hamburger helper or whatever you may buy? You ever thought about that? We have gotten so addicted to pre-processing, done-for-us, nutritionally crap food, and we've turned away from the most simple food in the world, which is the cheapest food in the world, which is Whole Foods. Now, of course, Whole Foods, the company, which now uh, Bezos owns, forget that crap. Do you understand what I'm saying? We've been here. And since we've already been here, okay, now, there's some benefits of having to eat in hardship. I mean, just look what Bill says. He, he got a decidedly uh, 
huge benefit out of eating dog food. Anyway, I digress. Um, yeah, I multitask. I know that. I. This is not a bad thing. Night before last, I had uh, incredible Asian uh, kind of a zucchini and different squash and stuff. And the majority of it came from my own garden. It's like, like pretty awesome. Yeah, you should learn to make bread. You should learn to make tortillas. We can learn from third world countries. It's just not going to be nice because we can't have our fish sticks. I just want to let you know. If it comes, are you prepared? Because they're doing it. They're doing it under the guise of what's called innovation food hubs. Okay? Innovation food hubs. And it's a way that they're selling um, this system of, hey, we're going to take over lands, etc. See, in the, the Dutch things I told you about, they're actually taking over the lands. And they're actually repurposing the lands for migrant Uh, facilities they're giving away the people's land to take care of to invaders of the land and so what you're going to see what they're pushing for is they're pushing for many 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 different things and they're trying to push down our food system into one that can be controlled better why because too many companies make too much money from it and it needs to be under government control remember one of the first things of socialism and communism is they seize the companies not your food company anymore it's theirs they'll let you work for it but it's theirs that's what's coming it's a consolidation see they they see america got away from one damn that's the one that got away we don't own the land we don't own the minerals we don't have this we can't let those people do that and so they find ways to undo it they find ways to undo it and one of the things that's going on is what they call food innovation hubs and this is where they're going to pass laws that you must grow a certain way, you must grow certain things, and they call it under this multitask state holder. All they're going to do is push these corporations into co-ops that are owned by the government. They call it market-based market focusing, but they're literally going to tell you, right? Tell you what you can grow or own. Now, I just want to let you know, I just told you about the Netherlands where they're taking the farmer's land and you can't do crap about it, okay? I just told you about 27 million slaves, most of them in uh, both Africa, Vietnam, etc. Let me leave you a little footnote. A growing set of global food players from private and public sector drive and support this exciting initiative. The food innovation hubs are supported by Global Coordinating Secretariat, hosted by the World Economic Forum, and with its prototype here in Wigan Garden, Netherlands. The GSES enables the founding of local food hubs, supports their functioning, stimulates the adoption of innovation, and creates global network and a learning environment. The first food innovation hubs are being developed in Colombia, India, Europe, and scoping work is underway in several countries, including Africa, Zambia, Kenya, Ethiopia, and Vietnam. Uh, they have this thing called incentivizing the food system transfer transformation where have we heard about transformation well locally it means we can turn your wiener inside out and make it into an ugly vagina and we'll call you a woman i'm not talking about that kind of transformation they even have a plan of how they're going to incent people around the world to transform to this way sounds pretty doesn't it uh, this transformation is crap because they're going to force it on you. Hang tight. My final comments coming up right after this. Are you following Jovan on all social media? You think this program is good at empowering you? You should get your PhD in cutting the crap by following Jovan Daily on all social media. Just find him by typing hashtag 
Jovan Hutton, Pulitzer. Hang tight, Jovan will be right back. Here's a message to every rapist, domestic abuser, violent criminal thug, and every other monster who preys upon women. Maybe you've heard the stories about millions of us flocking to gun stores and gun ranges for the first time, the second time, and the hundredth time. Here's what that means for despicable cowards like you. Your life expectancy just got shorter. Because there's a very good chance your next target will be armed, trained, and ready to exercise her right to choose her life over yours. This is what real empowerment looks like. Millions of American moms, grandmothers, and professional women taking our lives and our families' lives into our own capable hands. I'm the National Rifle Association of America, and I'm freedom's safest place. Over 18.5 million plays, it's Jovan Hutton Pulitzer. Folks, I have one job, and my job is for you, and that is to make you the smartest patriot in the room. At jovanhuttonpulitzer.locals.com, you will receive the truth that the left does not want you to hear. You will not be banned. You will not be regulated. You will only hear what you need to hear. If you consider yourself to be a true patriot, it would be a crime not to visit jovanhuttonpulitzer.locals.com today. Hey there, think of all those people who mocked you for being a conspiracy theorist. Are you ready to become the smartest patriot in the room? Well, now's your chance to join me on Local. It's exclusive. It's a free trial membership where you can use to determine if my work my insight, my content, and what I do to educate you to fight this fight for our country is worth it. And this is a whopping $4.16 decision, since that's what the membership is with an annual subscription. Now, you have to decide if $4.16 a month is worth becoming the smartest patriot in the room. So are you willing to spend $4.16 to gain the knowledge and insight it takes to make sure your country and our way of life survives is four dollars and 16 cents even worth being able to prove to your family friends and co-workers that you're not some whacked conspiracy theorist is four dollars and 16 cents worth spending on your education to fight this fight but to also know you can do it where you can share the truth and talk about the truth so help us god and not get banned if you are ready to become a fact-slinging, ass-kicking warrior of truth who fights for the survival of this country, then I invite you to take me up on this offer and determine if our country, our future, and my information is worth $4.16. Can you feel it? You're getting more powerful by the minute. Just think of the impact your voice will have simply because you know how to tell the culture, race, and American political prostitutes. They all need to cut, cut the, the crap. crap. Let's get back to Jovan and his final words for this week's program. Okay, folks. Uh, think of it this way. It's people. Not in a soylent green kind of way. It's, it's people. It's people like you and I that have our eyes open that literally can take care of ourselves. Yeah, it will suck. It would absolutely suck. But why sit in fear and sit in dread when you can control it? Why, I don't want to hear this, this is too hard, it hurts my mind, and shut it off. You got to be prepared. Doesn't mean it's going to happen. But you have health insurance, and you have car insurance, and you have all this other stuff. Just really think about this. The incentives that they're doing for uh, growing... They call this the incentivizing food systems transformation, right? And this is, uh, you can find it at uh, We Forum, which is the World Economic Forum, okay? And I'm going to share these with you for those of you that follow along in chat. One of the benefit, uh, following along with chat, right? And uh, it's just like uh, Toy Score Squares, uh, embrace the, the Toy Squirrel 17, embrace the suck, be prepared. 
It, it is really that simple. If you get stuck in this mess, if it does come to this mess, it's your own damn fault. It's that simple. Now, let me ask you a question. Would it be that bad to know how to skin a squirrel or skin a rabbit? But I watch them on my walks every morning. You'll find out how quick things like that look like food when hell hits a handbasket. And I told you, I've done a lot of work in China. Traveling across China was very eerie because there are no birds. There's very few, right? And if you see a ducks across the landscape, you know, you take the bullet train across the country, right? Traveling hundreds of miles an hour, but there's nothing. You don't see birds flying like we enjoy them here and we see them doing all this little migrating stuff. They don't. They ate them all. You think I'm kidding. You think I'm kidding. And our kids can't even change a flat tire. Our kids couldn't, can't, predominantly can't even handle a car wreck if they saw it and they know what to do. They run or cry and eh. And I'm just telling you, I think God's telling us to understand we got this. We've always known we've got to get back to our roots. And I personally think when you realize you can do it with your own hands, you're a damn sight more thankful. Don't you? See, we as humans don't learn when times are good. We learn when times suck. We only change when times suck. The universe, God, whatever you want to call it, telling us we got to change. Because if you think about it, we are victims to, damn, I don't want to do the dishes. Damn, I don't have time to prepare anything. We've got ballet, we got soccer, we got this, we got that. Think about that. We have been groomed, every one of us, to be fat and lazy and lethargic and rely on a system. And then we want to say, and then the people that rely on this stuff, right? Antifa protesters, all this. Yeah, the government can take care of us. Ask a Native American, go to a reservation and take a look at what they eat and their health, and their health care, and their diabetes, and their alcoholism, and their suicide. And you've got your answer, right, of can the government do it for you? There is so much I could uncover on this. I'm only giving you highlights. I want to make you mad and pissed. I'm intentionally trying to make you hurt when you hear this. Because it's the hurt that will heal us and set us free. And there are several types of hurt. You can get hurt in the, the hell in a handbasket scenario when everything's burning down around you. And if you know my story, I've told you about getting caught in the Rodney King riots and everything going. You don't want to do it then. Borrow that freaking hurt right now. And prepare. Because the simple thing happens is when you learn to do this, I'm telling you, you actually end up breathing easier, going, I got this. We'll deal with it. Don't want it, but we'll deal with it. And it actually lightens the load. Or you can turn your head and you can suffer all the way through it until boom. I did grow up with a dad, God bless my dad, my aunts and uncles and everything else, who did walk to school barefoot in the snow, wrapping their feet with newspapers and, you know, leaves kind of crap, killing rabbits on the way, gutting them, stuffing them in the snowbank so they freeze and so they walk on their way home and get the rabbits so they have something to eat. I really came from those kind of people. True stories, right? Not the parent who was raised in Arizona. So I, I used to have to walk 20 miles through the snow. Yeah, uphill both ways. You're right. Yeah, some of y'all have the same parents I have, right? So this, this is it. This is it. There are gifts coming from this. Open your eyes. 
We take off our shoes to get on a plane and have them check the shoes because somebody, somebody got on a plane with a bomb in their shoe. We only learn out of bad times. Now, granted, you're probably not like me. I volunteer for the full cavity search, but that's a whole different story. We only learn through horrible times. This is God toughening you up. I tell people that God used to talk to the prophets, an isolated few people that would spread it to us. I think what's going on right now is God is talking to every one of us all day long, and he's putting an ultimate test to us, the fat and happy United States of America, right? United States of America, to see if we'll exercise free will. Whether we'll lay down on the ground or take it, or whether we'll understand God's talking to us saying, get off your ass, wake up, and be everything I created you to be. This is up to us. And we can tell every one of these rat bastards trying to do this to us ain't going to happen. Cut the crap. Most people are afraid to stand up and speak out, but not you. You've been learning how to tell the system to cut, cut the, the crap. crap. What can I do to help save the America I love? And the answer is learn how to fight back and tell the system to cut, cut the, the crap. crap. Cut the Crap's not just a radio program, it's a movement. The right kind of movement, which breaks free the conservative constipation and reminds you that you are the majority. And we're just not going to take it anymore. Make sure you're following Jovan Hutt and Pulitzer on all social media. See you next week. And between now and then, take a stand and tell them all to cut, cut the, the crap. crap. Hey there. Think of all those people who mocked you for being a conspiracy theorist. Are you ready to become the smartest patriot in the room? Well, now's your chance to join me on Local. It's exclusive. It's a free trial membership where you can use to determine if my work, my insight, my content, and what I do to educate you to fight this fight for our country is worth it. And this is a whopping $4.16 decision since that's what the membership is with an annual subscription. Now you have to decide if $4.16 a month is worth becoming the smartest patriot in the room. So are you willing to spend $4.16 to gain the knowledge and insight it takes to make sure your country and our way of life survives? Is $4.16 even worth being able to prove to your family, friends, and co-workers that you're not some whacked conspiracy theorist? Is $4.16 worth spending on your education to fight this fight, but to also know you can do it where you can share the truth and talk about the truth, so help us God, and not get banned? If you are ready to become a fact-slinging, ass-kicking warrior of truth who fights for the survival of this country, then I invite you to take me up on this offer and determine if our country, our future, and my information is worth $4.16. Now, of course, you could use that money to buy one, well, say, iced coffee from your local Starbucks, or you could even feed yourself a box of frozen pretzels. Or that same $4.16 could be used to buy a small frozen Sara Lee pound cake. Now, of course, you could use that same $4.16 to feed your brain and to pound some sense into the leftists who are leaving our country in a mess. I hope you join me. Limited time offer, but you better hurry because it won't last long.